C. diff spores and more is brought to you in part by Rebiotics, Microbiota Restoration Therapy. Welcome to C. diff spores and more with your host, Nancy Kerala. We are here to discuss C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and other related healthcare topics. Now, here's your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome to the program, and we welcome our listeners joining us today. We would like to thank our, our take this opportunity to thank our sponsor, Rebiotics, a faring pharmaceutical company, for their generous support. You can find more about their microbiome research and clinical trials at www.rebiotix.com. It is a great pleasure today to welcome our guest host, Kevin Hirsch, and he's an international health uh, and uh, support coach, and we welcome him to the show. Thanks so much for joining us today, Kevin. Oh my gosh, Nancy, it's always a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you so much for having me today. Well, you are so welcome. We're so glad to have you here today to uh, discuss tools to better cope with stress, and mm. that's a uh, number one leading topic uh, worldwide in both healthcare and otherwise. So yeah. we appreciate you taking the time to be here to discuss this. And you know, I know it's back to school time already, but you know, we just went through a major stressor. Uh, across the eastern seaboard, uh, especially in Bahamas, for the Hurricane uh, Dorian. And uh, if you wouldn't mind taking a moment uh, to just discuss uh, the stressors and and maybe how to cope better with the storm and hurricane stress. Right. And you know what? And what we're going to be talking about today, the subject is going to be focusing on with the top, with the with the vehicle, if we can call it that, of school. But anything we talk about can be applied to things like um, like your stress at your job or stress, especially during the storm. And and a lot of people, they, they wow, um, it's hard to fathom the amount of stress that people are undergoing. And so the best we can do is um, before a storm, uh, as we see one coming, uh, one is it to remain calm, right, and stay focused. And what you're focusing on is not the storm, but how successfully you and your family can pull through this. And you can only prepare to the best of your ability. Some can prepare by leaving the area completely. God bless them. Some can't prepare to leave the area. And so what is great to have is when there is no storm, you don't do this in the 11th hour. As I was talking to you earlier this morning, Nancy, we were chatting about this. And when the storm's due to hit you in three hours, you don't fly off to your local uh, big chain store and buy the chips and the water and the whatever because everybody else is buying it. That's not planning. That's reacting. And the best thing we can do is plan ahead. We want to make sure that we have the supplies that are going to last our family. We want to make sure that we have our identity with us, like passports, license. If you leave that in your house and your house goes, it's gone. But at least you have that. If you are blessed and you can have cash with you, have the cash with you and always do your best to get out of the area, definitely. But more importantly, do it in a way that you're empowered and you're in control of what you're doing. If you can't get out of the area, go to a local shelter. That's why we have those shelters. As you know, Nancy, I also work in emergency services. And one of the things I take great pride in doing is making sure our shelters are run as comfortably as possible for everyone. And we want them to feel safe and confident. 
And that's what we serve as, is, is basically, basically an anchor in a storm, if I may use that analogy. And so we try to alleviate that stress and focusing on what we can do versus what we can't do is always the best course. And if I may just finish that up with, limit your exposure to the media. When you go onto a TV station, they're constantly looping the same film over and over again, over and over again, and the same story over and over again. And when you're talking about Dorian moving at such a slow pace, you're getting yourself worked up on the negative. Keep focusing on the positive. You're aware of it. Just keep checking in on it. And, and you know, once a day, twice a day, just to see what the progress is and is it coming towards you. But when you stay glued to that, that's all you're focusing on is nothing but that and how. How do you focus on how you're going to move forward if all you're focusing is on what heck is about to break loose in your area? Does that make sense, Nancy? Absolutely, Kevin. And thank you so much for reviewing that. And as we all say, um, being prepared, that's number one. And we're not just like you said, not talking about on the seventh hour. It's being prepared weeks, months. It's hurricane season. It's this whole season. And it literally ends in November. So we are still have a ways to go before the hurricane season ends. So even today, today's a great, good, great day no. to begin preparing. It, it is a good day. It is a great day to begin preparing. And if I may just add one more element to that stress about the storms, what about the 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 post storm stress that you're going to have, the post traumatic mm-hmm. stress of a storm? It is real. That stress is real. And if you have a loss in your life, take the time to grieve. Grieve over that loss. Don't just gloss it over. It's like, oh, I'm going to be strong and I'm going to power through this. Take the time, take the breath, realize what is now gone, and use that time to reflect on yourself to see how you're going to move forward. And there's, and, and I'm going to mention it later on in these, uh, in in my stress toolbox that I offer, is when you're dealing with stress, something traumatic like this. Accept these three points. It is what it is. You got it. It was a bad storm. You had loss. Things went bad. All right? You got that? And so now you know what it is, and you've got an identity on it. The next thing, learn from what you can. How can you prepare better next time? How can you always get through it quicker next time? Or what can you do next time to make it better? And the last one, the one that you can't do anything about, those things you can't do anything about, forgive the rest. And that means stop focusing on the negative things and start focusing on tomorrow. Okay, does that help at all? No, absolutely, Kevin. You know, and thank you so much for that. And, you know, Kevin, um, we're already three minutes before going into our first break. Um, And, you know, I'd like to take this time to, uh, if you wouldn't mind, start let's start discussing our back to school stressors and yes. um, how, how we're focusing on stress of parents, the students and the teachers. Right. And, and, and I know we only have a couple of minutes before you break. So um, I'm just going to give you just a little bit here, right? So we're going to talk about all three for the parents. The stresses include the change of routine and seemingly organized chaotic logistics, a feeling of helplessness, even feeling they don't have the tools to help their child as well as the stress response to a new structure that's applied to their day as opposed to, say, the summer, right? And there's stress of so many parents on how can I help my child when I am not around, all right? We we half-jokingly say those are helicopter or hover parents, but look, there's there's another product, uh, byproduct condition caused by the change of a routine. 
We put our own health on the back burner. We sacrifice our physical needs and our mindset and package it all in a box called I'm being super mom or I'm being super dad. Please don't be a super anything, parents, if you want to empower your children. Okay? All right. So, so for students, the stressors include social pressure like clicks, expectations of parents, expectations of themselves, their teachers, and then there's homework. And of course, there's a stress for the little ones. And the little ones, it's their first day of separation, even something new to them like school or homework. And I have to tell you, I cried my first day of kindergarten. Laugh if you will. I did. Until about 10 minutes went by when I was totally inconsolable. And that's when I got into a routine. And when I got home, my parents asked me what went well. And I was so proud to tell them. And that's what I did. And that's what was great about, uh, about the, little, the stress for the little ones. And the stress for the teachers. I love teachers. I absolutely do. They're heroes to me. And you know, you need to have the desire to give and to guide in order to teach. Now, imagine the stress that they have when it comes to starting a new year. So on top of them being parents, they have the stress of launching a new school year. They have the stress of, and, the, and the pressure of balancing the students the lessons, the parents, the administration, and their home. So you can see how everybody's got different stresses going on. And these tools that I'm going to share, Nancy, we're good. Okay? So thank you so much. Wow. Thank you so much, Kevin. And at this time, we're going to take a commercial break. We'll be back after these messages from our sponsors. And thank you for being with us today. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Join us on November 6th and 7th for the 7th Annual International C. diff Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Doubletree Westport Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri. To view the conference details and register online, visit the C. diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org. Again, that's cdifffoundation.org. We look forward to meeting you in November. Rebiotics, a Faring Pharmaceuticals company, has set out to understand the connection between the microbiome and disease through clinical study and innovative science. Our clinical studies investigate the potential of the microbiome as a therapeutic option for patients with unmet medical needs. Our focus is currently on patients suffering from recurrent C. diff infection. Partnerships drive innovation in the growing field of microbiome technologies, and we're excited to continue to share our findings in the space. Visit Rebiotics.com, R-E-B-I-O-T-I-X.com. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean, dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
You are listening to C. Diff Spores and More. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome to the program, and we welcome our listeners joining us today. We welcome back our guest host, Kevin Hirsch, international health and wellness coach, uh, and here today to discuss tools to better cope with stress. Welcome back to the program, Kevin. Thank you very much, Nancy. It's always fun to be here on your show. Thank you so much. Uh, well, thanks. We're, we're just so glad you're here with us today. And Kevin, before break, you started discussing um, teachers and the parents and different stressors about focusing um, with the back to school. And now, if you wouldn't mind, we can continue um, because schools are open um, and I'm ready to learn more about coping with start of school stress. Would you mind discussing that with us now? I certainly will. And before we took our break, we were talking about the the stresses of parents, the stresses of students, and the stresses of teachers. Everybody's got something going on. And when um, when we deal with that, we're talking about uh, possibly looking at some kind of tools that we might be able to use. All right. So first off, let's be real about it. Everything that we go over today is not applicable to everyone. All any of us can do is cull from these tools and find the ones that best serve them. Right, And so I don't mean to to serve the comfort zone, though. I mean to serve them to be an empowered, structured parent, the positive and prepared mindset student, and the inspirational and respected teacher. Right, So you know that uh, uh, once (laughs) – this just reminds me of something, Nancy, if I can. Um, Once I had half-jokingly said to my daughter, uh, when it comes to being a parent – Uh, When she was in high school, the definition of a parent is the person who takes credit for your good qualities but blames you for your bad ones. And I mean, think about it. Do we really consciously want to transfer our bad habits to our kids? It's our goal as parents to give the best we have to them so that they can do better, which brought me to immediately to my second lesson for my daughter. I said, actually, honey, all joking aside. The job of a parent is to create a strong foundation for their children to build upon. So with that, Nancy, we need to check our fears and excuses at the door and inspire our children to be independent and responsible. Own the day. It's what I tell all of the kids every morning. Now, if we were to take that same building the foundation analogy, that parents build the foundation, children are the architects that are building on this strong, solid foundation. And the teachers are the guides, as well as the parents. They're the guides for the children to create and design. Okay? If that makes any sense. All right. And so um, that's, that's that analogy, if that answers that. Yep. It's great. It's a great analogy. Thanks so much, Kevin. And, you know, now let's, um, we can start creating ways to get past the stress and the mindset. And um, I'm sure everybody's out there ready to take notes and listen in and on this too. Well, you're, you're so right. And, you know, it's, it's um, one of the things that um, I just want to interrupt myself and my train of thought is that uh, I, I take personal growth um, all the time. I'm always open to personal growth. And the the topic of um, fail and pass and succeed or fail or gain or lose came up. And the people started talking. And before you know it, it says, don't focus on that. Focus on what can you create. So if you don't focus on those things, you focus on creating. And that's why you'll see me use the word create a lot. 
So um, as a point of reference, every morning, Nancy, what I do is in my journal, I write a journal every morning. Um, it says, today, strive to be. I include strive to be a novice and strive to be a student. I take notes and I open the windows of my mind all the time because I'm always wanting to learn. Look, see, anxiety and fear and pressure, and it's all real. It's all very, very real, and if not managed, can be catastrophic. And that right there is why I asked to talk about managing stress, Nancy. My hope for today is that parents and students and teachers, and, and like I said, in the job world, in those um, involved with the storms, um, they embrace some of these tools and not just run with them, but create a space that others can navigate to so that they can create a space where they can grow and, and be a little bit more empowered. Does that make sense, Nancy? It absolutely does, Kevin. And one big space also to mention is our patients out there. Uh, patients, you know, are already filled with such anxiety and fears and yeah. have such pressure of mm-hmm. trying to feel better, trying to get well. Uh, and this is a, a very great tool for them also and their families. It is, and it's, a, and it's always going to be a battle. So if we're thinking that this one thing that we do is now going to alleviate all battles ahead no it's not no you'll just you'll be more empowered for them you'll be more in control of them and yeah you will have detours always so but but what helps with the detours is we have something in uh, called a routine okay if we do something every morning if we do something every day if we stay and do healthy things in a routine it's always good to have that okay Mm mm-hmm Absolutely. And I can relate to exactly what you're saying, Kevin. Uh, when I was a patient for over a year battling C. difficile infections and recurrent C. diff, um, I also journaled. And mm-hmm. it helped not only relieve the you know stress, but it also helped uh, looking back uh, and looking at how far you know I had come and progressed through the infection. Uh, the doctors and the physicians also enjoyed reading the uh, the notes in the journal. Uh, mm-hmm. It gave them perspective of what a patient has gone through, what I've gone through, what other patients who journal um, are living with. So it's really, really important, all of this information, uh, whether it be, like you said, in business, uh, for students, patients, teachers, and every, every space, it's so important. So I thank you for sharing all of this with us. And you know, the power of journaling, only, you only understand it when you actually start journaling. And one of the things I, I work with my clients to understand, it doesn't take 21 days to establish a habit, it takes 66 so give yourself some grace and, and start creating that journal, start creating that healthy habit. But we, we talked about um, the, the, the value of a routine in relationship to, a, to life and balance. And so we talked about balance the other day. So when you're in a routine, we feel a sense of balance. However, that routine may not always apply to our next chapter. Some apply, you know, using the, the, the school example that we're looking at today. Some apply the, the modified summer routine to the first months of school and just think about all the things that could go wrong with that. Instead, start a routine before the school starts, before a new job starts, before something begins. And when it does, you're done with ironing out all the details, you've done your rehearsals, and you are ready to fly. All right. So let's look at two types of routines, if, if I can. There's a reactive routine 
and an intentional routine. The reactive routine is something we do when we're on vacation, more or less, uh, during the summer. And when when you're on summer break, you're you know there it is. You're doing all sorts of things. And hey, oh, it's raining today. What do you say we go to the movies? Maybe catch dinner later on. Everything is rather spontaneous. And an intentional routine is something deeper. It's not spontaneous, but it's just as fun. It's when you look at what you want to create that day, to create that week, to create that month, to create that year, to create that five years. And then you move forward to it. So you're being very intentional. And so, yes, include in that your downtime, your fun time, and, oh, let's flip the script moments. But more importantly, when you see what you want and why you want it, it becomes more intentional. Now, that may sound really deep for a parent whose child is going to kindergarten for the first time or struggling with homework, but think about it. What is it you want for that child and why is that important? Frame that and you'll see that there's no value. The only value that there is in fears and excuses and detours and bad habits is what you learn from them. Okay? So it moves you forward and then you focus on what you, the child, the teacher can create together. And that opens a window for opportunity, doesn't it, Nancy? It certainly does, Kevin. And, you know, Kevin, we're already coming up to our second break. Uh, And let's pause right here and move forward with our commercial break and from our a word from our sponsors. And we'll be right back after these important messages. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. To help support the C-Diff Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate, or call toll-free 1-844-4-C-Diff. That's 1-844-367-2343. Join us in our fight against C-Diff and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for C-Diff infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising C-Diff awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Rebiotics, a fairing pharmaceuticals company, has set out to understand the connection between the microbiome and disease through clinical study and innovative science. Our clinical studies investigate the potential of the microbiome as a therapeutic option for patients with unmet medical needs. Our focus is currently on patients suffering from recurrent C. diff infection. Partnerships drive innovation in the growing field of microbiome technologies, and we're excited to continue to share our findings in the space. Visit Rebiotics.com, R-E-B-I-O-T-I-X.com. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C. diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome to the program, and we welcome our listeners joining us today. It's a great opportunity to reintroduce our guest host today, Kevin Hirsch, international health coach, and discussing tools to better cope with stress. And Kevin, thank you so much for being with us today, and welcome back to the program. Thank you so much, Nancy. I love this topic about coping with stress and the tools to help other folks. Absolutely. A much necessary topic and discussion needed, and we appreciate your time to do this. And Kevin, before break, you you were discussing the intentional and not reactive uh, stressors that we begin to create structure. Um, Would you mind taking a moment and just continuing on that path? I will. Oh, my gosh. And And I want to back up just one more. We were also talking about the value of journaling. And one of the things I love, and if I'm going to start there, then I'm going to move into the two two types of uh, of routines, is that another value to that journal in the morning is it's almost like a reset of your clock. You're you're creating a map for yourself, all right. And and so it's like, it's like an action plan for the day. But you're just doing you're just getting the words out. And I can explain more about the importance of that later on if we have time. But that that right there sets the pace for your day. You're starting your day on a positive note. And so when we talked about the two different type of routines, I was talking about the intentional routine versus a reactive routine. And a a reactive routine can be what a kid has. It's like, okay, it's Saturday morning, you know, and what are we going to do? Oh, we'll make something up and we'll just react to it. And that's how we move forward. Unfortunately, too many of us, that's how we actually as adults that's our day. We're, we're in reactive mode by what just happened or what preceded decides what we're going to do next. All right? Sound familiar? But when you take an intentional routine, you're going to do this, um, this obligation now. Then you're going to do this idea le- the next. You're going to take this break next. You're going to do this and this. And you move forward towards a completed goal at the end of the day, if that makes any sense. So once we embrace being intentional and not reactive, we begin to create structure. And once we do that, we create the space where learning, growing, supporting, yes, and creating start to blossom. I often look at stress as a test. However, oftentimes we internalize the stress because we make it about ourselves or we are not prepared for it. Or our emotions are not empowered to process it. And the biggest reason we sometimes internalize our stress and sometimes we don't get past it and we start to get all wound up, we don't believe that we can succeed or get past that problem. And so the tools we bring to the table to our listeners, can we're hoping that they can run with them and grow with them and inspire others to create with them. Does that sound good, Nancy? It certainly does, Kevin. And one thing I just want to say really quickly here is, you know, when we look at our patients and um, their families, you know, we have the react mode, the reaction mode and intentional uh, routine. There's very little we can control as patients when you're ill, and that's in any illness. Um, However, staying on board with intentional what we can do 
That's and right. focus on what we can do can create the positive in any circumstance. Is oh, that true? That is so right, Nancy. And thank you for saying that because that, that really brings some that sense of control back into your life. There's nothing worse than feeling everyone else is in control of your life except for you. Mm-hmm. And by you having that empowerment and focusing as Nancy just took us to master's class and explained to us, by focusing on that, you start to empower yourself and you start to become stronger-willed and you start to become um, fearless. And you can right. start living a little bit more. Would and you I, I was just going to say, it also helps create a, a stronger advocate, you know, to advocate for your own health care. Yes. Uh, and also for your loved ones and family members. So, you know, it's um, it empowers, but it also helps to create a healthy uh, advocacy for the, for the patients and families. And I love your use of the word create because that's what I was talking about before. It's not pass or fail, win, lose, mm-hmm. um, got, didn't get. It's what can I create? Focus on that. And that alone, if you were to take one tool out of this whole box, grab that one. Grab it right mm-hmm. now. Exactly. And, you know, Kevin, I just love the tools that you discussed earlier with us. Um, we had talked before the program. And if you wouldn't mind sharing them with the, our listeners today, uh, then how about introducing them? Uh, and you can expand upon each one. Is that fine? That's perfect. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay, let's talk about healthy habits. Healthy habits. Healthy habits include, um, again, being intentional. Every one of these is about being intentional, by the way, and creating. So healthy habits includes nutrition. It includes reading, preparing, listening, going to the library, discovery, stop, challenge, and choose. Oh, I'm going to explain on that one. That one's cool. Get excited about education and school. And stop, challenge, choose. This is a healthy habit is um, when you're about to do something, oftentimes our emotions tell us what we're about to do. Our habits define our future, believe it or not. When we, when we, have, when we start off on a bad day, we often have a bad day. Right? And so when we develop the healthier habits to be empowered and to help our nutrition, which is really important, to uh, self-improve ourselves and to prepare and listen to others, what happens is we start to set the pace for the day and we start to set a winning attitude towards the day. And stop, challenge, choose real fast is um, giving yourself the moment where, where you're about to have an impulse and do something. Stop for a second. Challenge yourself. Take a breath. Challenge yourself. Is that something I really want to do or is that something my habits are telling me to do? Think about it for just a second and then be empowered to choose. Either do it or do something else. And that's what stop, challenge, choose is. And that's one of the things I help my clients with all the time. And it's such a successful tool. Thanks, Nancy. Wonderful. Okay, I'm just going to throw this out there for our listeners also. Um, The third Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, you want to talk about nutritional guides for C. difficile infections and post-C. difficile infections and um, any gut-related diagnosis. Uh, Listening uh, and working with our registered dietitian from the C. diff Foundation, Karen Factor, it's a free service offered to patients and families. Uh, visit our website for more information and how to sign up for that. It's a definitely a good healthy habit to uh, to join into, as Kevin had said. One of the, your intentional uh, creativities that will go a long way. So thank you for that, Kevin. 
what what a perfect opportunity to put that in there and that is so valuable nancy thank you for that oh thank you and now agape love um listen to understand can you expand on that now now it's pronounced different ways by different folks and with different meaning agape love um <laughs> agape love um you name it and and but you know what it comes out to be the same thing it's not to be confused with the physical eros love, all right? It, this is a much higher level love, a godly love, if you will. It's the ability to listen, to understand, and not to reply. It is not listening to judge. It is putting grace in its place, all right? Now, it's not, it's, this is Greek. You can look it up, A-G-A-P-E love, and you can see what it's about. And what I use this for is, when I go to talk to somebody, I don't know the person. I'm about to go shake my hand with somebody. The first thing I says, say to myself is, I love you. I want to understand you. And my full attention is on that person listening to understand that person and their story. When you do that as a teacher, as a parent, as a student, you're not putting up those walls. I mean, how many of us had that conversation, Nancy, where you're, you're talking to somebody and they're waiting for you to finish if they even give you that courtesy before they walk over you with their counterpoint? That's, mm-hmm. that's news. That's what the news shows do. But when you want to respect somebody and show somebody that you actually care who they are and what their words are, you express that through agape love and you listen to understand. No judgments. No replies. You're just listening. And repeat some of the things they said, and you'll start to see where their perspective is coming from. Thank you, Kevin. And, Kevin, let's discuss the why, oh, why. (laughs) Why, oh, why. Oh, my gosh. It's finding the real reason for stress. All right? And so the real reason reason for stress is you might say, um, I'm stressed because you left the dishes in the sink. I'm going to give you a real benign one that everybody suffers. Is that what's stressing you? Or do you feel that somebody's not respecting you because of your kitchen? What is the real reason that you're stressed? Dig deep. It's not the thing that caused it. It's a couple of layers deeper. All right? So if your kids are upsetting you about something or the kids are upset about something or the teacher is not understanding you the way you're trying to interpret it, we just need to dig a little deeper as to find out why or why they're causing it's becoming stress. Okay? Okay. I I appreciate that, Kevin. And Kevin, uh, moving down the list, how about this um, mind over what doesn't matter? <laughs> mind over what doesn't matter exactly. You know what this and and by the way, just because I know that we're gonna we we have a fixed amount of time today, so I'm gonna make these tools available to you, Nancy. And if you'd like to share them with your audience later, you're more than welcome. All right. Mind over what doesn't matter. Don't sweat the small things. That's number one. And the next thing is almost everything is a small thing. All right, because if we allow every little thing to influence us. We're going, to, uh, we're going to allow everything to distract us and everything to take us off that intentional routine that we're setting up for the day. So if I were to say something or let's say as, um, a, a student says something to a teacher and the teacher is bothered by it. And what happens is that teacher is now knocked off course a little bit. But who knocked the teacher off course? The teacher knocked herself off course or himself off course. Because what they did, what they 
didn't do is they didn't practice agape love by listening to understand what was behind that. Plus also, they allowed something small to set them into a different direction. Exactly. Yep. And Kevin, right before we break in a minute to go to commercial break, um, how about just explaining uh, truth or consequences? (laughs) Truth or consequences. Um, It makes you look bad. Bad truth over good lie. Okay, so here's my notes on this. The truth or consequences, and, and what I used to tell my daughter, and I, and I love, I always had these lessons for her. I'd rather hear the bad truth than a good lie. In other words, when you get to the real story and you get to the real facts, those things are so much more important than the gloss over distraction lie part. And as I, and I would say to her also, if you want to insult me, Call me overweight, unattractive, and uninformed. But don't lie to me because that makes you look bad, if that makes any sense. And that's why the truth or the consequences. If you're not telling the truth, you're the one suffering the consequences, not me. Exactly. And here's another truth. We are going to break for a commercial (laughs) right now. And when we return, we'll continue discussing with our guest host, Kevin Hirsch, the topic of how to cope with the stressors. And we appreciate your time, Kevin. So we'll be right back after these important messages. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Join us on November 6th and 7th for the 7th Annual International C. Diff Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Doubletree Westport Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri. To view the conference details and register online, visit the C. Diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org. Again, that's cdifffoundation.org. We look forward to meeting you in November. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the CDF Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. Rebiotics, a faring pharmaceuticals company, has set out to understand the connection between the microbiome and disease through clinical study and innovative science. Our clinical studies investigate the potential of the microbiome as a therapeutic option for patients with unmet medical needs. Our focus is currently on patients suffering from recurrent C. diff infection. Partnerships drive innovation in the growing field of microbiome technologies, and we're excited to continue to share our findings in the space. Visit Rebiotics.com, R-E-B-I-O-T-I-X.com. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean, dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. 
For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and we welcome our listeners joining us today. Our guest host today is Kevin Hirsch, international health and wellness coach, here discussing tools to better cope with stress. And it's our pleasure to reintroduce Kevin to the program. Welcome back, Kevin. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. And thank you, Nancy, for me being on your show. This is just always a good, informative time to be there with you. Well, we absolutely appreciate your time and to share all this amazing information with the patients, their families, the our global listeners. And it's such a diverse topic and we know that uh, the listeners will really enjoy this today. So thanks, Kevin. Thank you. And before we went to break, you were in the midst of discussing the tools, uh, the tools that will help uh, not only react mode, but the intentional routine. And if you wouldn't mind just discussing a few more of them with our um, global listeners, that would be wonderful. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? And what I'd like to do is because I have a good 30 tools sitting right in front of me right now. And mm-hmm. I'd love to share these with you later and you can put them on your website. Is that what you want to put them or? Yeah, absolutely. Now? Under the um, Seed of Spores and More radio program, we'll put them up there on the website for everyone to uh, pick and choose and review them. Great. Okay, let's 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 get back into it. These are fun. Okay. Uh, how about living in the present? Living in the present. Oh, my gosh. Um, Sometimes what we do is that um, we focus too much on the past. And when we're living in the present, we're being intentional. What we're doing is, and this is what we've talked about um, already in in this program, is living in the present means we're planning for the future and being specific. And we have measurable goals. And we have attainable goals, and they're realistic goals, and they're time-stamped. Those are called SMART goals, okay? So when you live in the present, what you're doing is you're looking at – and jokingly aside, I was doing a self-help program, and I said um, – and he said, I'd like to talk to you about the future. I'm Nostradamus, and I'm going to tell you the future. Oops, sorry, that's now the past. In other words, you're living now, but you're focusing on tomorrow. If you focus on the past, you can't plan for tomorrow. All right. And the way to do that is to create what we call smart goals. And I'm sure a lot of you have heard that before, but in case you haven't, a smart goal is a specific goal, a measurable goal, an attainable goal, a realistic goal, and one that says, I'm going to have it done by this point in time. And in a previous life, and I still do it, is planning for larger events. Um, as a graphic designer is what my experience was way back when, is that I would start from the delivery date, the date I wanted it accomplished by, and back it up to today. Not today, walk it out, start from then and come to today. So I'm living in the future. I'm thinking about that, but I'm also in the present. Okay? Exactly. And that differs from I see the past and it is the future. I see the past and it is the future. And if you do nothing but focus on the past, 
you will repeat the past. And that goes along with how you feel about the past. It's equated to this. You're in a car, you're driving down the highway. That big window in front of you, that's your windshield. Let's call that your future. That little tiny window, the mirror in the windshield, that's your past. If you keep staring in that rearview mirror, you'll either slow down or crash. You're not going to get where you want to go in an effective way. Use that rearview mirror, that past, for reference only. It's very difficult for a lot of folks who've had a lot of traumatic experiences. I, I understand that. I empathize with that and understand that. But the more we focus on that as that's the way we live, that's the way we will live. But when you look in the windshield and looking forward, that's where you want to go. Plan forward. Okay? Exactly. And Kevin, we, like even with recurrent C. difficile infections, um, celebrate the victories. And that means after each successful treatment, celebrate that it was a successful treatment. Yes. Even if it does return two, three, four weeks later and we begin another round of treatment, it just means that we've learned something from the past and now it's time to take it forward, correct? Correct. And you know what? As you're talking, Nancy, I'm taking notes too and I'm adding celebrate the victories to one of my tools here. Because that is that important, that you do take the time to celebrate even the smallest victory because it is a positive step forward. Exactly. And Kevin, I know that you love this last segment so much, but and it's the time and the place where we can bring it, you can bring it all together. And you're so good at that. If you wouldn't mind, uh, I think now would be the perfect time for that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, and um, these... I just, this is one of my most passionate topics because I, like you, suffer from stress. And I say suffer because it can be overwhelming. It can feel like a tsunami is taking you over. It can crush you. And you can just feel like you're just bang right into your comfort zone like you're in the womb position in the corner of your room. And that's your big space right there. But that's only because... We have been soul pounded into a place where we just can't manage that stress anymore. All right. And so why I give these tools is so you can have that empowerment over yourself and you can start to move forward. Whether it's disease, whether it's you're a teacher, whether you're a student, uh, whether you're in a job that maybe you want to do something else. Maybe you want to be a coach or maybe you want to be something else and you're just dreaming about it. But are you taking steps towards it? So if, in closing, I would love to first thank the CEDA Foundation. You guys are an incredible, credible group of people. And you support so many voices. You are the voice of so many out there. And that alone is a relief of stress because we know that we are not alone because of the CEDA Foundation. And this kind of a show only happens because of your incredible sponsors. And we couldn't do a dang thing if we didn't have those folks out there. And that's how we get our word across the globe. And so when parents and students and teachers, we all have stress about different relevant life in our faces issues, and they're very, very real. So routine, creating our future, and empowerment begins with us listening to each other, our kids, listening to our parents, listening to our teachers, teachers listening to students and parents. Look for nonverbal clues. Don't give up on your kids if they are being silent. Silence may be a shout for help. Think about that. Your kid's not talking to you. That doesn't mean that you don't reach out to your kid. 
I don't mean hover. I mean reach out to them. All right? Start with a casual conversation. When you're out with them around the house, don't, don't pressure your kids. We just want to know that we care about them. And oftentimes when you're within a second, I'm just going to talk about the parent-child relationship for a moment, is that what I've seen is if you talk, try to talk to a child in the heat of the moment, it's not going to work. But when you're out having a slice of pizza and you refer back, say, hey, I just wanted to touch base with you because it's been on my heart. And I just don't think I gave you the right answers. Can we chat a little bit about what we talked about the other day? You see how I, I ended that with a question? Empathetic questioning is so, 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 so important. It's not judgment. It's not, it's not uh, laying our opinion on somebody. And it's not listening to a reply. It's agape love. Okay? So thank you so much. And please, please, if, if I'm going to give you one last thing before um, we close is that um, remember it is what it is. Learn from what you can and forgive the rest. So thank you, Nancy. Kevin, thank you so much. And before we close the program, we're two minutes to our close. Do you have any closing comments you'd like to share? Yeah, yeah. And and you know what? When I talk about the routine and I talk about the creativity and I talk about agape love, listening to understand, if if you look at all these 31 tools now as they grow every day, thanks to Nancy, and, and, and celebrating the victories. If we look at these, if you were to just grab those and use those and put them into practice and create a journal every day, just here, start with this. Start up your morning. Start a routine, a healthy routine. Have a little bit of, uh, of water as you write your journal, okay? Put your thoughts down. This is how I feel right now. This is what I strive to be. These are my goals of the day. Write those down every day and watch how your thoughts clear as you go down that page. And that applies to adults and kids. So teachers, parents, and students. All right? So um, I absolutely love talking to you guys about the stress. And if there's anything I can do, you know where I am. I'm on Facebook. But also Nancy knows how to get in touch with me. And I'll gladly chat with you guys. Okay? Thank you so much, Kevin. We appreciate your you know, dedication in the healthcare and support communities um, and around the world and for all you do for others. And thanks so much. Okay. Well, thank you, Nancy. And so if I may, because I've, I've co-hosted before, I'd love to do the closing if I may. Absolutely. Please do. And at this time, um, the members of the CETA Foundation wish to acknowledge all the organizations around the globe dedicating to improving health. The organizations and professionals researching and developing new products and ways to address C. difficile infection in prevention, treatments, protecting the gut microbiome, clinical trials, diagnostics, and environmental safety worldwide. To learn more about C. difficile infection and recurrent C. difficile infection, clinical trials in progress, and how to take part in these clinical studies, visit the C. difficile Foundation's website at www.c. D-I-F-F foundation.org. Help them to help you to help others, please. We wish to thank Pfizer for being a diamond sponsor of the 7th Annual International C. diff Conference and Health Expo being hosted on November 6th and 7th at the Doubletree Westport Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri. That's going to be an incredible event, Nancy. Oh, my gosh. I I can't wait till that happens. And uh, so get your tickets now. And we're grateful for the international keynote speakers joining us for that two-day conference and the corporate sponsors and industry leaders in the C. diff community who are providing data focused on C. diff 
a leading healthcare acquired infection, microbiome research, sepsis, clinical trials, environmental safety, and much more. So for more information and to register, please visit the C. Diff Foundation's website, www.cdifffoundation.org. Don't delay as accommodations and available seating is limited. We look forward to you learning more about with you in November. We send out our get well wishes to all patients being treated and recovering from C. diff infections and many wellness draining illnesses being combated across the globe. I'm your host, Kevin Hirsch. With a reminder, none of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. Good health and continued healing and a good day. Thank you for tuning in this week for C. diff, spores, and more. Be sure to join your host, Nancy Kerala, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our program on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. None of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We'll be right back. 